Thanks for coming out tonight. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get. Now I make money moves. You can't see me. My time is now. What up, what up, what up, guys? Welcome back to the Fitness Times Business Podcast, the show created to provide you with the practical and strategic advice to help you level up in fitness, business, your career, your relationships, and your life. My name is Joseph Mencel. I am your host. Guys, I'm riding solo in this episode, the final episode for uh, what has been an incredible 2021, and I'm going to round uh, round our podcast journey out for this year with uh, possibly some of the most practical, most strategic, and most valuable advice that I think we've delivered in this podcast this year. The uh, title of this episode is Five New Habits for the New Year Podcast, and uh, it's incredibly timely as um, as we approach the end of 2021 and we head into 2022, and so many of us are starting to do a couple of things, we're starting to reflect on the year that was, and importantly, we're starting to plan for the year ahead. We're starting to think about New Year's resolutions. We're starting to think about New Year goals. We're trying to think about, you know, how can we improve? How can we get better? How can we level up? Uh, especially you guys listening and watching this show, because that's why you listen and watch to this sh- watch this show. You're trying to get better. You're trying to level up. So a couple of things, guys. Uh, Firstly, a little throwback to a previous podcast I did. I actually recorded back in December 2019. It's one of our most downloaded uh, episodes ever. The title of that podcast is Five Step New Year Goal Setting Methodology. And uh, the value provided in that podcast, information provided in that podcast is really about getting you guys to go from setting airy, fairy, pie in the sky resolutions into setting actual goals that you are setting up right from the start to give yourself the best chance of achieving them. So if you guys haven't listened to that, or even if you have, but it's been, I mean, it's it's two years old now. So uh, a lot of you who did listen to it uh, in the first instance when it dropped are probably due to listen to it again. I encourage you guys to go back. Uh, it'll be in the feed of, of uh, whatever podcasting platform you're listening to, whether it's iTunes or Spotify or SoundCloud or Podbean, whatever. Uh, go back to December 2019 and listen to that episode of the podcast. It's short. It's like 20, 25 minutes, uh, but there's so much value in there that'll really take you from you know, how, to, how, to, how to really set goals, how to really define goals right from the beginning that you can work towards and, and give yourself the best chance of achieving. That being said, One thing that I've noticed when it comes to goal setting and when it comes to progressing towards achieving particular goals is that it's one thing to set goals and set them correctly right from the start. It's another thing to instill the habits and the routines that are required to back them up. And I think that this is where a lot of us can improve, myself included, significantly when it comes to progressing towards goals that we're setting, especially at the start of New Year's, is we have to be willing to replace and let go of old habits that don't align with the goals that we're setting, old routines that don't align with who we're trying to become and replace them with new ones that do. And here's the catch, guys. 
you can't just stop old habits. You can't just go, you know what, that routine, that habit that, that I've been doing for the last five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years, no longer aligns with the goals that I'm setting for this year moving forward, no longer aligns with the person who I'm trying to become moving forward. So I'm just going to stop that habit. I'm just going to stop that routine and magically it just disappears. It doesn't work like that. You actually have to replace old habits and old routines with new habits and new routines that do align with goals and do align with who you're trying to become. The second catch is you can't keep doing the same things and expecting a different result. You can't keep doing the same old habits and and have the same old routines that aligned with who you were and aligned with goals that were past goals that perhaps you did or didn't achieve and expect to progress and move and achieve goals that you're setting moving forward and expect to change the person who you are into the person who you're trying to become. You can't keep doing the same shit and expect a different result. So that leads me into this episode. And what I really want to deliver in this episode for you guys are five new habits that are designed to replace old habits. And we'll go through the the old habits that so many of us uh, are accustomed to, to doing, old habits and old routines and how we replace those with these new habits and new routines that for most of us, regardless of what goals you're setting, they're going to help you level up personally. They're going to help you level up with your fitness. They're going to help you level up with uh, the financial goals that you may be setting. They're just really going to help your life level up as a whole. So I think you know most of these five new habits that I'm about to present to you guys, most of them are going to be relevant. For some of us, maybe two or three of them are. Regardless, you guys are going to be able to take some of these and start applying them right away. So new habit for the new year, number one, is to implement a morning routine. Let me tell you guys, through the mentoring work that I do, this is something that is consistently recurring and generally has the most significant impact on my mentees in terms of their productivity, in terms of their focus throughout the day, in terms of their general feelings of happiness and well-being is implementing a morning routine. So the old habit that we're trying to replace here, so many of us, the first thing we do in the morning is we go and consume media. We go and consume mainstream media, we turn the TV on straight away, We go and consume social media. We open up Instagram or Facebook or Snapchat or TikTok and we start scrolling straight away. That's how we start our day. We want to replace that habit of consuming mindless media and putting ourselves in a state of reactivity as soon as we wake up in the morning with a new habit that puts us in a state of proactivity, that puts us in a state of consuming content that is actually feeding our mind rather than sucking shit out of our mind. So we're trying to replace this bad habit of consuming media in the morning with implementing a morning routine. And I'm not going to go through 
the different things that you can do in a morning routine. Guys, I've done an entire podcast on that. It's called my 10-step morning routine. It was published in June 2021. Once again, go back in the feed of whatever podcasting platform you're listening to. Go back to June 2021 and go and listen to that podcast because I go through the 10 steps of my personal morning routine. And I think of those 10 steps, at the very least, most of you are going to get a lot of benefit out of implementing gratitude journaling first thing in the morning and implementing planning your perfect day first thing in the morning because that's really what's going to take you from being reactive through consuming mainstream media or social media as soon as you wake up to being proactive in what you're actually feeding your mind first thing in the morning. So as a very least, gratitude journaling, planning your perfect day. But please go back and listen to that full episode, that full podcast, 10-step morning routine. You guys can pull out as many of those different steps as you want. But new habit number one for the new year is to implement a morning routine. New habit number two for the new year is to read 10 is ideal, but at least five pages per day. Read five pages per day. So many of us are in the habit, are in the routine of when we have a little bit of downtime, the first thing we do is we reach for our phone and we go do some shit on our phone. Or we reach for the TV remote, we flick on the TV, we go watch some Netflix or some Stan or some Disney or some mainstream media, whatever it may be. What we want to do here is we want to replace this passive consumption with active acquiring knowledge. That's what we're trying to do. The passive consumption of picking up your phone and just scrolling for the sake of scrolling because you've got a bit of downtime. The passive consumption of picking up the TV remote and flicking on Netflix because you've got a bit of downtime with actively consuming knowledge that's going to help us move forward in all areas of our lives. And that active consumption is by reading five to ten pages of a non-fiction self-development book. My advice here, guys, is just to, you know, I say five to ten pages because it's ten minutes. You know, just instead of picking up your phone or picking up the TV remote, pick up a book and read for ten minutes. And if that ten minutes turns into 20 minutes, turns into 30 minutes, brilliant. But if it's just ten minutes and you just get five pages, that active consumption of knowledge that's going to help you level up stacks day after day after day after day. Because you go five pages a day, that's 35 pages a week. That's 140 pages a month. That's over 1,000 pages a year of development content that you otherwise wouldn't have acquired. It's these small little habit changes that really add up and make a huge difference. If you guys want some tips on what to read, I uh, cover my top five self-development books uh, in an Instagram post, actually. It's on my personal Instagram feed, at Joseph Menzel. Uh, if you guys feel like scrolling back to July 27, 2021, there's a post there. It's a post of me reading in a library, and I go through my top five self-development reads, uh, Losing My Virginity, Mindset, Ego is the Enemy, Extreme Ownership, and Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I put a little bit of a description about what each of those books is about and what I personally took from each of those books. If you guys are interested in what I think my top five reads for self-development are. But that's new habit number two for the new year. Read five to 10 pages per day. New habit number three, let's 
slide into some fitness here is going to be to track your food consumption. Keep a meal diary. Track what you're eating each and every day. I think so many of us fall into the bad habit of eating when we're hungry and when we sit down to eat, we eat until we're full. And there's a whole bunch of ignorance about what we're eating, about how many calories we're consuming, about what sorts of food we're, you know, when we're hungry, we just search for food, we go get food and we eat that food until we're full. So this is about replacing ignorance around what we're consuming with actual information around what we're consuming that we can then start to tailor, start to reflect on and make sure that that aligns with our health and fitness goals. And it doesn't have to be calorically focused, guys. You know, if, you're, if one of your New Year's resolutions, one of your New Year's goals is to lose weight, to lose body fat, you're going to want to be in a caloric deficit. If one of your goals is to build muscle, you're going to want to be in a caloric surplus. But for those of us who don't have those specific weight loss or muscle gain goals set for the new year, it can be a general health tracking as well. You know, how many macros are we actually consuming? How many calories? How many grams of protein, carbs, fats? Does that align with health? Are we eating enough fiber every day? Are we eating fruit? Are we eating greens? Are we eating vegetables? Or are we eating different shades of brown? Chips, chocolate, all sorts of shit. So it doesn't have to be calorically focused. It's just about replacing ignorance around what we're consuming with this is what we're consuming and this is how we can tweak it to get better. This is how we can tweak it to make sure that it aligns with our fitness goals, whatever those fitness goals may be. And I recommend you guys use, there's so many free meal tracking apps out there. I personally use MyFitnessPal. Uh, Calorie King is another good one. Free apps, you can download them straight onto your phone. And whenever you sit down to consume a meal, you can pop that meal in and see exactly what you're consuming, how much of it you're consuming, and how you're tracking as the days, the weeks, the months go on. New habit number four for the new year. Let's switch gears and let's talk about our financial goals here, guys. New habit number four is going to be invest 5% of your wage per fortnight or per month, depending on whether you get paid fortnightly or monthly. Invest 5% of your wage in some sort of investment vehicle. I see so often that so many people spend every cent that they earn. If they earn more money, it gets spent on shit. If they earn less money, it gets spent on shit. Whatever money they earn, they spend every cent and are continuously chasing more and more money so they can spend more and more money. Being smart with what you earn is a skill. It's not something that magically you get to six-figure income per year or multiple six figures of income per year and then magically somehow you get better at budgeting and you have excess funds and you, you somehow begin investing and build this portfolio. It doesn't fucking work like that. You have to start now. Saving money is a skill. Budgeting is a skill. Investing money is a skill. And if you can build those skills with the income you've currently got, as you progress and develop and get better and earn more and more money, guess what happens to that skill? You get better at it. And that's how you build 
real wealth over the long term. So when you receive your pay, whether it's fortnightly or monthly or weekly, however you get paid, immediately quarantine 5%. Take 5% straight away out of your bank account, put it in a savings account or put it somewhere where you can't touch it. Quarantine that 5%. And then take that 5% and invest it in some sort of investment vehicle. My personal advice for you guys is to set up a share trading account and invest in index funds. If you want to know how to do that, there's this awesome website called Google and you can actually Google it and it'll tell you how to do it. There's a bunch of different companies uh, in different countries, depending on where you guys live, where you can set it up super cheap, sometimes even free to set up and start investing that 5% of your wage in something that's going to deliver investment returns over the long term. And finally, new habit number five for the new year. Take a cold shower every morning. I know to a lot of you, this is going to sound like some fluff bullshit. But I'd like to think that you've been listening to this podcast for long enough now to know that I don't promote fluff bullshit. This is something that I do every morning. It's something that I've done for a number of years now. And before I started to do it, I was one of these people that was like, this is just some fluff bullshit. These motherfuckers that say they take cold showers every morning, they're just crazy. doesn't make any difference. They're just fucking nutters. The reason for doing this, guys, is to start your day by confronting something uncomfortable every single day. There's no doubt about it. Standing in a shower that's cold fucking sucks. It's cold. It's uncomfortable. It's hard to breathe. It's just not a good experience. It's really uncomfortable. But by starting your day by confronting the uncomfortable, what we're doing is we're replacing old habits and old routines around staying in our comfort zone and seeking comfort and never doing anything that pushes us outside of that comfort zone with getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, with getting into a spot where we don't fear the uncomfortable because we know every single morning we're stepping into that fucking cold shower and it's going to suck. But if we start our day like that, as we progress throughout the day, if we have to confront other things that are uncomfortable during the day, it gives us the confidence to go and do that. What you're actually doing, and this is something that I've experienced doing this every morning for the last couple of years, is you're actually building resilience. You're actually building confidence in confronting the uncomfortable. And you're actually building, what I've noticed personally is this kind of mindset whenever I have to do something throughout the day that's uncomfortable, especially when it's confrontational with, with somebody else, I know that that motherfucker sitting across the table didn't have a cold shower this morning. I did. That motherfucker who I need to confront face to face and it's going to be really uncomfortable hasn't done anything uncomfortable this morning. I have. So it almost kind of builds this confidence where I have the upper hand on anything I have to do that's uncomfortable throughout the day because I've already been there. I did that shit this morning. I've been to the mountaintop this morning. 
So anything that comes at me throughout the day is just, it's just another thing, man. It's just another thing. And this is how I do it. You know, sometimes when, when you hear take a cold shower every morning, people think that, you know, the entire shower is cold and you got to wash your body and your hair and your face and shit in cold water. I don't do that. I have a normal shower with normal temperature water and clean my entire body. And then at the end of my shower, I'll turn the tap to full cold and I'll stand under the shower for as long as it takes for me to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Sometimes it's a couple of minutes. Sometimes it's really fucking cold and it's got to be like five minutes. And then sometimes it's like 10 minutes and it's disgusting. But as long as it takes, I'll stand under that full cold water until I get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And a little bonus for you guys, because that's the five. That's the five new habits for the new year. Implement a morning routine. Read five to 10 pages per day. Track your food consumption or keep a meal diary. Invest 5% of your wage and take a cold shower every morning. So this is a little bonus round. And this is not so much about replacing an old habit with a new one or replacing an old routine with a new one. This is about developing a new habit from scratch. Do one kind act every day. Do something that you wouldn't normally do that is kind for another person every day. Perhaps it's giving somebody a compliment out of the blue that you otherwise wouldn't have given that just lights their day up. Perhaps it's when you're buying your morning coffee from the coffee shop, buying a coffee for the person who's ordering after you for no reason, just because it's kind to do. It can take many different forms each and every day, but it's about doing one kind act for somebody else every day that you wouldn't otherwise do. And the reason for this, guys, there's two reasons. The first one is because it's fucking crazy out there at the moment. It's been a really tough couple of years. And as tough as you have had it personally, I can guarantee you, there's probably millions of people who have had it a whole lot tougher. And I think the world at the moment needs a little bit more kindness. So that's the first reason for doing it. The more kindness, you know, we, we, we often have this uh, thought process that you don't make a difference, that, you know, your little contribution can't make a difference. And to that, my question always is, if not you, then who? If not now, then when? It's you and the time is now and the world needs more kindness and your little contribution of doing one kind act per day for somebody else that you wouldn't otherwise do is all it takes. The second justification for it is that when you give kindness without expectation of receiving anything in return, and this is super important as well, guys, don't be kind to somebody because you expect them to be kind back to you. Don't do something kind for somebody that you wouldn't normally do thinking that it's gonna come back to you somehow. There's like some ulterior motive or some bullshit going on there. Be kind for the sake of being kind and give it without expectation. And I can guarantee you guys, it'll come back around in one form or another at some point in time, usually twofold, if not threefold, 
if not tenfold. It always does. But it's important to be kind, to give without expectation. That's my little bonus new habit for the new year, number six for you guys. And if you guys are interested in, you know, why I tend to focus so much around habits and routines and, and, you know, why I produce so much content around not just goal setting, but making sure that your daily habits and routines align with the goals that you're setting and making sure that you're replacing bad and old habits, well, not necessarily bad, but let's say old habits and routines that don't align with who you're trying to become with new ones that do align with who you're trying to become. A couple of um, books that I really suggest you guys take a deep dive into. The first one is called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And the second one is called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. I think Atomic Habits is probably a little bit simpler, a little bit um, more concise, and it's probably a great book to start with if you're really interested in understanding why it's so important that you are replacing these old habits with new habits. And then The Power of Habit goes much deeper uh, into the science and into the practical application of how, uh, how habits and habit stacking in particular work. So if you guys are interested, check those two books out. And that's it. That's a wrap. Guys, the one thing that I ask in return, if you have enjoyed this episode of the podcast, is to make sure you share the podcast. Uh, I, I, there's a few of you who do it every episode and I appreciate you guys. I see your tags. Uh, you know, I try and, I try and share them as, uh, as frequently as I can. But, you know, it kind of comes back to what I just discussed. If not you, then who? If not now, then when? If you guys think that, you know, you don't have a, a, a reach on social media. If you think that, you know, taking a screenshot and posting it in your Instagram story is going to make absolutely no difference to how many people we reach with this podcast, let me tell you right now, it absolutely will. So if you're one of the uh, almost million people who have downloaded an episode of this podcast uh, since we started doing this shit and you've yet to take a screenshot and share it in your Instagram story, let this be the tap on the shoulder to go and do it with this episode, guys. I think that, uh, you know, so many people can get so much value out of this episode. So I really appreciate you guys taking the time to take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram story, tag me in that Instagram story at Joseph Mansell. And as always, I see those tags and I'll try and reshare as many of them as I possibly can. Guys, you could have been anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. Until next time. I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Fitness Times Business Podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you enjoyed this episode and took some value from it, make sure you share it with your friends, your family, and your followers. And if you haven't yet, be sure to leave us a five-star rating.